back to another episode of Bad Talks. Um, as we had talked about before, we've had the pleasure of you know interviewing a lot of different people for the show over the last several weeks, and it's been so much fun uh, getting to know different people and their journey of like how they landed in a particular spot. And I always think it's helpful to share people's journeys because sometimes different people are going through uh, various challenges and they're trying to figure out how to get through it, if there's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and when they hear someone else has gone through a similar experience, it can help them to actually wrap their mind around getting through that particular challenge. So today we are really excited to have Naisha Sone on our show. She is out of the beautiful country of Norway. And uh, the reason that I wanted Naisha to come on the show is because I actually followed her um, many, many months ago, probably last year, right? Over a year, Naisha? On, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, on Instagram, and she is all about uh, self-love. And I know we hear the term self-love a lot, but I think she has a really healthy view of it. So I kind of wanted to have her talk a little bit about why she got to this, how she got to this journey of self-love, what it means to her. And so welcome to the show, Naisha. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here today. <laughs> yes, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. So why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself um, and, and kind of your journey and how you ended up doing what you know what you're currently doing around talking a lot about helping people to love themselves and embrace themselves yes wow thank you so much for the question so my name my name is uh, Naisha Sone and I am a self-love coach and transformational coach and I'm 21 years old and I help women to just love themselves deeper every day and it's really, uh, okay, so I'm going to tell you uh, how <laughs> I came into this journey of self-love because I didn't really think about uh, loving myself before. But the thing was that I actually uh, met someone that I loved really, really deeply. Like, it was a love, like, out of this world. And then one day, my <laughs> brave intuition told me to tell him how I felt. And I just said right out to him that I love you. And we haven't even said to each other that we liked each other, but I was just like, I love you. And um, he didn't love me back. And when I experienced that, of course, I went into a lot of hurts in the beginning, but I also went into like this other part of me who said like, okay, if you're not going to love me, I'm going to love the heck out of myself. And then this huge journey of self-love started and I had no clue how to love myself. I didn't, um, I just had never experienced that. I, ha I haven't heard anybody who talked about loving themselves, you know, because we always expect others to love us. We look for this love outside of ourselves and we look for acceptance outside of ourselves. We look for respect we look for all of these things without without um really knowing how to create them from within and that's what i started to just create this every day within myself this love and i and yeah you know, i think that you know there's a couple <clears throat> things you said that really stand out to me is that i agree that often, you know, because of the way we may be raised, that traditionally we're always th taught, especially women, that your prince is going to come <laughs> and he's going to rescue yeah. you and he's going to love you and you're going to feel great. and You're going to be happy. And so yes. there's almost this like 
intense pressure on the beginning parts of you know getting to know someone falling in love and then being engaged the, the marriage but then after the marriage the reality sets in and some people struggle because I remember reading this thing about happiness and sometimes people think well if you're in a relationship you're going to be happier and I think that's because they are right. attaching their happiness to this union it's not that happiness can't come from companionship someone can definitely add to your happiness but in the study what they yes. found that was that People that are single or married, no one is happier. Uh, no one is more happier because of their status of being in a relationship. But what really they found is the foundation of someone's level of happiness is the happiness they could first find with themselves. So I thought that was pretty powerful. So, so you're, you wow. know, you're, and then the second thing you said is like you you love someone and they didn't respond the same way. That happens to like yes. everybody where we may uh, <laughs> find someone we really feel uh, compatible with and that it's going to go well and then it just it takes a turn or the feelings aren't matched and some people instead of walking away from it dig in deeper and deeper which only yeah they hold on they hold on tighter and tighter and and try more and harder and right and that ends up change this yeah (laughs) yeah and so i'm curious to see like tell us a little more about okay so you we're dating this person. You you intuitively felt, man, I really I love you. You you expressed that the other person obviously just they weren't on that same page. So how did you take steps to kind of recover from that? Because um, it, it is a blow to our ego <laughs> when someone doesn't <laughs> yes. reciprocate how we feel for them. Wow. Yeah. How to take steps from that? I think it's all a really long journey of course and it's really it requires a lot of uh practice every day so i practice love for myself every day and it's this beautiful uh legacy that i have for myself some words that came to me i don't really know where they came from but it was like all of the love that you're seeking for others to give to you is a love that your soul deeply wants you to give to yourself Hmm. So I just started to see, because I I gave love to everybody, and I never gave love to myself. So I just started to see all of these parts where I gave love to others, and then I started to direct it to myself instead. And you know how we can be so hard on ourselves that uh, we are not hard on others, you know? We give compliments, we say how awesome they are, they are so great. But when do we say that to ourselves? Uh, So I just really started to speak out loud what I wanted to hear from others and say it to myself. So I literally, every day I say to myself, Naisha, I'm so proud of you. Naisha, I love you so deeply. Naisha, you are so great today. Naisha, you are so beautiful. Oh my God, your skin and your pimples and your hair (laughs) and your hips. (laughs) I'm just giving this love to myself and in the beginning it felt super weird because i did not think that i was beautiful i literally believed my whole life that i was ugly because i had pimples Mm. Um, and i think that's good for people to hear because you know within our society there is a strong attachment to physical attributes and you know and, and people put so much into that external piece but they don't always work on the internal piece and I always say when you're yeah. in an event, the people, if you're at a social event and you're in a crowd, the people that tend to stand out to you the most are the people 
sometimes that aren't the, what society would deem the most attractive because it's something about what's internal to them that makes them attractive, yes. if that makes sense. So sometimes we spend so much time layered on the external that we, we lose sight of building up the internal, which when both of them couple together, that makes for a really beautiful person, actually. Um, because we know a lot yeah. of people that could be really physically beautiful, but they may not have the internal beauty. So it's like at, yeah. after a while, it's kind of like, oh, there's something lacking here. And the thing that you talked about talking to yourself, I think we are our worst our own worst critics a lot of times and yes it's so we easy. we're harsh on ourselves and, and you we have to be so careful I, I have to work on this constantly and I'm a coach like you know Kay will check me all the time like hey 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 you can't put that thought out there and and uh and I'm like yeah he's right because it's because it, it's weird when you you speak certain thoughts then actions and subconscious things follow and it can tear you up inside so I think the thing that you're talking about is called affirmations it, it's saying positive things to yourself building your own uh, confidence up because we all are imperfect we all are vulnerable we all have some things we're insecure about which is so normal but we have to be our best our own cheerleader as I as I like to say what do you think about that Kay? Oh most definitely and uh, yes. I really um, I really like how you encouraged yourself um, in in all of the 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 negatives that you were surrounded by um, we always look on the exterior um, I think Elizabeth said but really our worst enemy uh, a lot of the times is uh, our inner self and it sounds like you did yes. battle with your inner self and came out on top yes my inner self was really shy and was holding so much back from the world and just talked myself down a lot also in my thoughts but also to myself and and not allowing myself to shine you know um Wow. So the journey is that I have been on, it's just like, it's such a huge gap. And, and because of that, it's just pure practice mm -hmm. that you just dedicate. Like, I'm going to dedicate every single day of my life to self-love, to give that love to myself. Because when we give love to ourselves, we naturally also give love to others. And sometimes we, we think that giving love to ourselves or putting ourselves first is somehow selfish but it is not selfish at all it is actually necessary for yourself and for the people that you surround yourself with for family and for friends because when you naturally love yourself more you start to shine more and then you can also love those around you more um and be more present with them and yeah it just this like ripple effect, you know, and I saw it in all of my friends that they also benefited from me loving myself because I wasn't waiting, waiting they, them down anymore, you know. What do you think? Yeah. You know, so we're now entering kind of, I think the epidemic with, uh, or the pandemic with coronavirus has been interesting for different reasons than what people think I'm going to say, not about the whole uh <laughs> the whole science behind what happened but more so yeah i feel like people we were entering this weird phase of people i think self-love is important but i also think there's a balance to self-love so i felt like before coronavirus happened it was like look at me look at me hmm. i'm doing this i'm going here i'm so wonderful and hmm. i think self-love is definitely important and it's okay to highlight uh, the positive things you're doing or the fun things you're doing, but I felt like it was more of a showiness there before this happened. And then this pandemic yes. happened and people were kind of shut down. 
And then you kind of saw layers come off of people from like famous people <laughs> to regular people where you didn't see like as many selfie poses, you know, like you, you didn't see, you know, you know how people sometimes you just, oh. you may have people you follow and it's like, okay, here comes another puckered lip. Here comes this. <laughs> and sometimes there's not a substantive message behind what they're saying. And not saying you can't have fun with social media. I'm not saying that, but like, <laughs> how do you measure the balance? Because I felt like we were moving into this really scary phase of almost narcissism where people were really obsessed with themselves, where they don't hold themselves accountable, you know, because I feel like self-love is also recognizing where you may have some challenges and, and, and yes. recognizing your part in things and saying, okay, I know I'm great, <laughs> but I know yeah. I also have these challenges that I need to continue to work on. I think self-love is about self-accountability as well. What's your, what's your take as a coach on that topic? Wow, I feel honesty right now that we need to be honest with ourselves and also to dare to look into all of the dark spots within ourselves from all of like the ego, you know, um, and to see all of this. And sometimes it can be painful to see um, these things within yourself. Uh, but when you do, and I have gone to some of my dark spots sometimes, and whoa, that's painful. And then sometimes I just cry and I cry and I cry, and then I just need to hold myself. So I think it's so beautiful that when um, you are honest with yourself, when you go into your vulnerability, when you go into the things that you do not love about yourself, maybe you have reacted in a certain way maybe you have said some words to someone that you didn't really want to or take some choices in your life that you mm, maybe regret or you you want you would like it to be in another way if you could go back and change it and also to see all of these things but to hold yourself in that and i also always practice holding and i think that is so important to um give love to these parts of ourselves because it's so human um so human and to just allow ourselves to be humans you know <laughs> right right yeah. now i do have to say and and i know this may disrupt some uh level of, of thinking um um uh, out there but you know when you spoke on you know uh, being selfish sometimes it doesn't necessarily equate with you not having concern for others um, but pretty much having concern for yourself. I have to disagree a little bit on that. And I'm going to tell you why. I, I think self-loving yes. yourself does require some level of being selfish. And the reason I say that is because when you're, when you're, you're, you're loving yourself, you have to be selfish to a certain extent because you're, you're now consuming yourself with your own welfare, your own well-being, and you're not really as concerned with what others uh, are thinking. In other words, you don't really regard others' opinion to a certain extent. So it's okay, in my opinion, to be selfish when you are, as you stated, you know, self-loving on yourself. Um, some self-love uh, extremes can also uh, be put in place just to suppress our inner struggles. What I mean when I say that is you have people, and I think uh, Elizabeth spoke on this, who, yes, they're, they're flaunting all of the physicalities that they have, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, makeup, whether it's a six pack, whether it's all these things, whether it's procedures that people have gotten done to, to love themselves. You know, uh, sometimes people are suppressing 
their inner struggles when they are continuously talking about, I love me, 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 me. Look at me, 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 me. Do you agree with that yes. to a certain extent? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for bringing up that point. Definitely. We really need to look at these things. Absolutely. To yeah. not just um, just be in that love, you know, but also dare to, okay, what is underneath that? What is I'm actually suppressing right now? Right. And to feel it all. And I'm really into... Um, emotional intelligence that we need to allow every emotion to be there we need to experience every emotion to its totality so that we can release it you know because when we just suppress the emotions so when we uh, suppress the thoughts so when we kind of just run away from them and not daring to see it it's not going away right but it's it's like to feel it and to see it and then bring love to it right. i feel it's important very good, very good. So how do you coach people around kind of evolving their self-love, you know, looking at it from a balanced perspective of, of embracing the pain, um, the emotions and the good parts? Because I, I agree with you. I mean, I show me someone who never shows emotion and people say they're strong. I'll show you someone is really broken on the inside, because to your point, someone who suppresses it's just all like building and building and building. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, sh- I'll sh- show me someone who's more like, okay, I release in moments, which I think is actually more the natural human way of dealing yes. with things. I think we were meant to grieve things. I think we were meant to be yeah, happy about things. Right, <laughs> right. And I think our feelings are almost like alarms or signals to us to change yes. behavior or to go away from something. So how do you like, how do you coach people to find that balance of like loving themselves, but also being accountable to change things or, or let go of things that might be holding them back? Mm. So first we need to uh, really dig deep and become aware of what is going on underneath everything, you know? And then really just um, teaching them different techniques that I use and especially that like speaking out loud, holding yourself, allowing yourself to feel. And sometimes I also uh, experience um, people that they completely like break down in their tears when they speak about different things. And then I can just hold them in that. And I think that is so profound when we can just be held Sometimes we just need to be held. <laughs> we don't need anybody to say advices or to change them or to fix them, but we just need somebody to be present with us. And that is really what I um, offer in my coaching is that presence. It's like, oh, okay, you can just be who you are right now, feel what you feel, and I'm going to love you. And then we're going to go into how you can also love yourself through this experience. I think that's you see so, what I mean? Yeah, that's so powerful what you're saying, because I, I think about people who could be going through, you know, different challenges, someone who's a domestic abuse victim or mm-hmm. someone who's just lost a parent that they really had a, a close relationship with or someone who's going through a deep depression and they, and they can't see themselves out of it. I think sometimes sitting yeah. with people and just letting them release their emotions, like you said, you may not have the words, but just them knowing yeah there's someone that can offer a presence of support could be extremely yes. powerful. Cause I've heard things like that where people have said, you know, someone came over in this moment of despair for me 
and they didn't we didn't have a conversation they were just there and I, I was that you know and the person may have expressed I was in so much pain but that per they just felt supported by that person's presence um, in that situation so I think that's really powerful what you're saying Aisha about the power sometimes of just being present for people and emotionally supporting them yes and for me for example there's so many times in my life where I haven't allowed myself to be vulnerable with people because I felt unsafe because I um, felt judged maybe, or that um, they didn't have this safe container for me to release, you know? Um, but I have experienced, um, because I'm uh, 21 years old, so I have uh, many years to come, you know? But <laughs> <laughs> you do, now, you're young, you have some time yeah, ahead of you. <laughs> so I think I have maybe just experienced being completely held in my breakdown, in my sadness, in my vulnerability, maybe four or five times uh, with people that I have allowed myself to just completely release and experience that holding and that love just healed so many parts of me. And then I could just feel my whole body heating up and become completely warm because I was just releasing so many energies within me. And then I really noticed how powerful that was of love, just love in general, like we do not need anything more than love, <laughs> you right. know? Um, I, yeah. So that's really what I want to offer people, that safe space to release, that safe space to be held and to be seen and heard. And just like that's so healing in itself. Yeah. Now, I wonder when you say healing, I, I think you mentioned earlier um, before we went on the air that you were, a, did you say a self healer? Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but when you mentioned the t when you said uh, that that warm yes, feeling, I said the energy healer. Energy healer. Okay, so yeah. is, is that a part of the warm fuzziness feeling that you just expressed? Mm, that warm feeling that went through my whole body. Uh huh. You mean? Mm -hmm. Yes. Then I really felt like now I am healing in this moment. But we can heal in so many different ways. It's not just that way. But then I just, in that moment when I was held, I just felt deep healing occur within me. And that burdens and stories and pain that I had hold on to was being released in love. And what was left was just that love of that holding. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So pretty much just you, you holding, uh, affirming, yourself not really expecting it from anyone else but from your from your own interpretation of what values you actually have uh, and possess uh, I don't know if I understand that well what I'm <laughs> yeah what, what I'm pretty much saying is is you're pretty much again you're encouraging yourself but you're also affirming yourself based on you know what what you know you possess without in other words you don't need the affirmation of other people you can pretty much just in, enjoy yourself encourage yourself and 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 not have to receive it from anyone outside of yourself mm, wow that's a really strong statement i have definitely uh, many times healed myself in that way but it's not like I don't need human interaction uh, I think it's really um, beautiful too to experience like love from from other humans as well so it's not like uh, 
yeah, I don't need any anybody, you know. Uh, I feel like we all came here to feel connections. And, and even though I can hold myself and I can love myself and I can heal myself, I still desire and love to connect with others and also experience that healing and that love from others as well. Well, that's, that's you good. You know what I mean? Yes. That, that, that's... So, so it's not... So it's a balance to it, you know. Okay, and that's what I was trying to get because uh, you know we can self love ourselves so much that it almost sounds yes. as if we don't need any external uh, uh, yes. love from from outsources or from other people. So uh, thank and, you. And that for, was for uh, actually in the beginning <laughs> of my self love uh, journey because I wasn't used to loving myself, and I just suddenly when I started, it felt so powerful, and I was like. I don't need anyone anymore, <laughs> you know, and I really went into that. And I think that's a, as a, that is a natural place to be in the beginning mm. process of self-love because you suddenly experience this love for self that you have never experienced before. And that's really powerful and potent to experience. And then you can kind of like go a little bit into that, like, I don't need anybody anymore. <laughs> um, but in the end, I really feel like we came here to feel connections we came here to interact with each other we came here to be in each other's companies and yeah i think what i'm hearing from you is there becomes a balance so because sometimes you've neglected like touching your you know getting in touch with your inner self that it feels it could feel extreme at first because it's powerful it's like whoa i'm pretty good like i you know there's a lot of good attributes (laughs) about me but the balance is you're gonna swing back to the middle where you're like, okay, I do feel good about myself, but I also know I need stimulation, interaction um, from others to, ca- to balance it yeah. out. But I get what you're saying. It's almost like someone who uh, quits an addiction, they have to go cold turkey. And it's extreme at first. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's yes. painful, but then wonderful because they're like re-examining and re-figuring you know, out who they are. And then they come back to the middle, right? of balance uh, with that situation or scenario. But so that's, that's pretty good. We really enjoyed talking to you today. Um, (laughs) Very interesting story of how you've come through your journey. If people want to learn more about you, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram and also add me on Facebook if they want. (laughs) Okay. And what, what is your, um, what are you under? Like, what's your name on uh, fake? Could you spell it out for people uh, for Facebook and Instagram? So they know how to find you. I haven't spelled in a long time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can. Okay. <laughs> okay, so shit. <laughs> so it's an N, A, I. It's an I. I don't know. It's a Y. <laughs> y, okay. Yeah. S, H, A, and then this under, how do you call it? Underscore. Underscore, yes. <laughs> And then uh, A R, no, what? I just looked at something. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay, we take it again. Yeah, we start Can from the top. Can you spell it for me? Sure. Can you spell it? So for me? <laughs> on, so on Instagram, I'm looking you up right now because I want people to be able to find you. I think it's important. Yes. Um, it's it's N A Y S H A and then an underscore. Um, S-O-N-E-T on Instagram. So her name is pronounced Naisha Sone, but again, it's N-A-Y-S-H-A underscore S-O-N-E-T. It's okay. I'm sorry, you guys. I, I may have caught her off guard with that. <laughs> but I want people to be able to like, you know, see your journey because I know when I 
started uh, looking at you. I, I, I do feel like you are, um, even on social media, drawn to certain people where you have similar interests. Somehow you find them. And it's yes. funny, then the people you're following, you're all following the same people. It becomes mutual. <laughs> and so I think it's important for people to always find, I always say your tribe, because every no matter who you are, what your interests are, there's always someone out there that has something similar in common with you. So thank you so much for being on the show today. We really enjoyed you. And now we're going to wrap up the show with that thought today. And we'll be back with another uh, episode of Bet Talk soon. I just want to say to my listeners, please remember to subscribe to future episodes of Bet Talk so you can do so on the Anchor app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and also Spotify. Until next time, XOXO. Can't find no one like you.